NFL draft storylines after week 15. Is Keon Coleman a lock for the top 10 of the 2024 NFL draft? If not, where can he land? We'll talk about this and more coming up next. You are locked on NFL draft. Your daily podcast covering the NFL draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Your, your daily podcast cover your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. I am a senior draft analyst and national scout. And guys, I, I got to kick this thing over to my guy, Keith Sanchez, Mr. LSU, uh, 2019 National Championship, LSU Bengal Tigers. Uh, you can find and follow him on X at The Talent Code. Keep talking to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, 2019 National Champ with those LSU Bingo Tigers, man, here to bring you championship-level content each and every day, 24-7, 365, man. I'm the other side of this dynamic duo that we like to call the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, where we talk everything college football, we talk everything NFL football, and like we like to see over here, it all starts with the NFL Draft. DP, let's get this thing going, man. Top of the storylines, right? We're talking draft storylines. Keon Coleman, man, will the production result in him falling in the first round of the NFL draft and if he does what team does he go to DP then we're going to talk about this rookie report man there's some rookies balling a couple running backs that I think we might get into and then we're going to get into the locker room coach DP is making appearance coach K is making appearance and we handing out the game balls for the best performances from this past weekend in NFL football but DP before we get that started man why don't you hit him with our title sponsor of course, Game Time, guys. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And I gotta also tell you, thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today <clears throat> and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. But draft storylines. I, I know typically when you look at mock drafts, and I think Keith, even when we've done mocks, it's been what four, three to four wide receivers inside the top ten. I started thinking about it. I said, man, I don't know how likely that is because you're going to have potentially three, at least three quarterbacks. I, I, I'm predicting at least three quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Two to three, maybe four offensive tackles, right? You know, Joe Alt, Olu, J.C. Latham. We could see a Marius Mims or one of these other tackles leapfrog into the top 10 as well. Then I don't – I know a lot of people are a little bit down on, on the edge class. I do believe at least one or two of these edges are coming off the board – inside the top 12 picks. So what does that mean? We may only get two wide receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr. And my, in my opinion, wide receiver two is Malik Neighbors. So what does that mean for Keon Coleman? To me, Keith, that means that he could slip down the board a bit, right? And I'm not saying slip into the 20s or 30s, anything crazy like that. I was talking to one of my guys, and he said, man, I watched both of these dudes. You know, I watched the Florida State route receivers recently. I was like, yeah, talk to me. And he was like, I feel like Johnny Wilson is a little bit more polished than Keon Coleman. I said, oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, that, that that's interesting. interesting you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, He's like, just Johnny Wilson has some drop issues where Keon Coleman has hands like suction cups. You know what I mean? He was like, he takes the ball out of the air with this aggressive mentality. So when I look at it, Keith, and I'm like, man, what if Keon Coleman was the slip? And what if he was to slip into the 15s, right, in, into the teens? 
And, and depends on how everything goes. You still got a couple teams there, like the Falcons at 10, Vegas at 12, maybe Seattle at 13, the Saints at 14, teams that need quarterbacks. So we could see QB 4 or 5 come off the board there, which could push him down a little bit further. But I'm going to tell you, a team that I thought about would be a great fit for his skill set, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars coming off that loss Sunday night to the Baltimore Ravens, Keith. We saw that this team, despite having – well, Christian Kirk's on, I think, is on IR. Despite, uh-huh. despite bringing in Calvin Ridley, they still need – they don't have a wide receiver one, and, and that's just what it is right now. So I think if Keon Coleman was to slip, I think an ideal situation, Keith, would be the Jacksonville Jaguars because that would give Trevor Lawrence that big-body wide receiver that he hasn't had since Clemson, since T. Higgins, since uh, – uh, pre-injury Justin Ross. Since those days, Keith, he hasn't had that big-body guy that he can consistently trust. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I look at it, right, and I'm looking at the Tankathon draft order, and you're talking about outside of the top 10, so in picks 11, let's go 11 through 20, right? Green Bay sitting at pick 11 right now, which we know for sure, DP. We know for sure they are not taking a first-round wide receiver, right? Green Bay will not do it. They're not taking an offensive player in the first round unless it's a quarterback, with Jordan Love, right, to, to replace him. That's the only way that they're going offensive player in the first round. But, man, look, you look at pick 12, the, the, the you have the Las Vegas Raiders, pick 13, Seattle. I doubt it. The New Orleans Saints would be an interesting spot for a wide receiver like Keon Coleman because this is the thing. Chris Olave is out there, right, and then they've gotten really good production from slot wide receiver. And if you haven't checked him out, he's probably – he's one of the more explosive playmakers. Derek Carr has not been playing great football, so he hasn't been consistent. But check out this young guy, Rashid Shahid. We um, talked about him in the preseason, Keith. Yes, he, he's a he's a second year guy. And he, he consistently shows as a big play type of player. So you have him, you have Chris Olave. What they're missing is that big body physical XY receiver. And the Saints have been holding on to this Michael Thomas situation. And I've been holding on to this Michael Thomas situation to be completely honest, because I'm like, hey, the guy, I just didn't believe that he'd just fall off, right? But now this is not just a turn a page and fall off. We're three, four years into this process of what is going on. So I think they just need to get young at that position anyway. So that the Saints will definitely be somebody, DP, that I look for, a Keon Coleman-esque type type player. Then the next team, DP, that because I, I Denver, I can see them potentially going right, maybe – Maybe not, not so much, but Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is a prime spot. Um, You get George Pickens, you get Keon Coleman, you get uh, Deontay Johnson, and then you go and spread the football out, bring a brand-new offense in there. Stop doing this. Kenny Pickett is a guy that wants to drop back. He wants to spread the football around the field, let him dink and dunk it down the field, and, and give him the weapons. And I think Keon Coleman will probably be the most complete wide receiver on the in, in that receiver room, right? And then now you let George Pickens um, do what he does. You let Deontay Johnson do what he does. So that's the other that's the other team, DP. When I look at inside this top twenty um, of, of teams that can definitely go wide receiver. I mean, you finish out with Buffalo, mm-hmm. which potentially Buffalo could. But I think if they miss the miss the playoffs, they may try to address another position. I don't know. Buffalo yeah. would be an intriguing spot. But oh, you know what? I'm about to pass up Arizona. Arizona would be key, right? Like if the the Cardinals can find a way. To double down and, and fill a position of need in the, at the with the top five, top ten picks, and then come back and, and get Keon Coleman in the back end of the second round, and then they finish that thing out with, um, you mean Tampa Bay and Minnesota. And Minnesota, you don't need no more wide receivers, right? No, you, you, got, no. you got you got <laughs> you two quarterbacks, pro guys, right? You got well, you got two for sure, Pro Bowl. Let me say, you got two Pro Bowl esque type wide receivers. Yeah. 
100 percent, no, Keith. And I think the Buffalo. I saw when I saw them at eighteen because they're slightly out of the playoff picture just at the moment, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they control their own destiny. When I saw them at eighteen, I said, "Man, that's an intriguing situation because could could Keon Coleman bring more consistent big playability than uh, Gabe Davis? I a think so. Percent. You know what I'm saying? A thousand percent. I think with, with Josh doubt. Allen throwing the football, yeah. yes, yeah, and. and and it's because Keon Coven is more versed in what he can do. He, he's not a like you know the routes that Gabe Davis is going to run before the game's going to start, right? You like you right. you know you're going to get the skinny post, you're going to get the post, you're going to get the go ball, right? But Keon Coleman can he has the ability to run the entire route tree, which means you can put him in different positions, which means you can move Stephon Diggs around, and then now you insert that Khalil Shakir situation, and then now you have three wide receivers that can actually really go, and then you also throw in a Don Kincaid. Now that seems like the offense that's ready to bounce back, right? From what you can see. In a sense, so far for the Buffalo Bills, it's kind of been a disappointing NFL season. But DP, man, we're talking about drafting these rookies, right? We're talking about Keon Coleman and where will he go. But, man, we have to turn the page to the rookie report, man. These running backs are balling, man. And there was a running back that was too short, that was too slow, right? That, that, that wasn't big enough, DP. And he is straight up balling, man. We're going to get into that conversation. I'm not going to tell you the name, man. Stay tuned for the next segment, man. We're going to get into this conversation about this running back that is putting up numbers. Guys, you shouldn't have to worry when it comes down to trying to buy tickets to your next big event. But if you wait to the last minute of the moment, you will. Because at the last moment, you're trying to find the best deals. You're competing with other buyers. And you're trying to avoid dealing with crazy scammers and scalpers, okay? But let me tell you about game time. Let me introduce you to the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. What else do they offer, DP? Tell us about the benefits. Well, guys, listen up. Last-minute tickets. Flash deals, zone deals. Their tickets are easy to find and buy. And my favorite aspect of it all, they show the views for all the seats in the venue. So before you purchase that ticket, you know what type of vantage point you will have. Guys, right now, if you want to, if you're in the Charlotte area, right? Right before Christmas, December 23rd, you want to see Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, the reigning defending NBA champions versus the Charlotte Hornets. You can go see them for it's cheap on the Game Time app. It's $26. So go download the Game Time app, okay? Create an account and use the code Locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Rookie report, Keith. You said too short, mm-hmm. too slow. Yep. You know, not big enough, right? Yep. And, and as you kept listing off those those labels, I thought to myself, he's got to be talking about one man over there on the opposite side of the coast. You talking about Kyron Williams? The the I am, to- I am talking about Kyron Williams. You know, he's not a quote unquote rookie, but we're gonna talk about him because he's a second year player. And yeah, he didn't yeah. play a whole lot last year. Yep, no, nah, because he didn't do a whole lot, and that's why I wanted to talk because throw him in this rookie report, right? Because there's never they haven't we haven't had a whole lot of conversation about him. And I'm looking at the stats, right? And I'm looking at a guy that DP he's he's had one, two, three, four, five hundred yard rushing games already. And that's not including an 88 yard rushing game. And, and when you look at the carries, DP, he's toting the rock 25 times, 20 times, 21 times, 25 times, 27 times, DP. And this is for a guy that is listed at 5'9, 195 pounds, toting the rock and being very productive for this Los Angeles Rams offense. And honestly, he's been that diamond in a rough type of fine for them he's been a great fine for them you would almost call him a draft gym so i wanted to talk i just wanted to give Kyron williams his flowers and know he's not necessarily a rookie but i think this is his first year kind of really having the opportunity to perform right and, and, and this is a lot of people's first introduction and then you talk about Kyron williams and 
I have to be honest. I was that guy, DP, that said, mm, too small. And, and, and you know what, DP, it wasn't even the, the, the size factor, but it was the size combined with the 4740, right? It was like, yeah. I don't know what to do with this, DP. I, I, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not that fast. You're kind of slow, right? You're not that big. I don't see the explosiveness. But, man, he's just a natural, gifted football player. But that's why we always say over here, right, that film rules off, man. This is a guy that was productive. But sometimes when you let the measurables – um, come too far into the to the evaluation, right? You missed the evaluation. And I think that's what a lot of people are seeing because Kyra Williams is definitely balling right now. I love that, Keith. And, and just for some context for, 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 the, for the fan that's listening, he's 12th in carries with 886 carries. He's fourth in rushing yards with 953. He's tied for ninth in rushing touchdowns with eight. This young man is balling, and, and he was a fifth-round pick, him and Puka Nakua, both fifth round picks in consecutive drafts that the Rams had hit on. It's no more forget them picks. It's no more F them picks. It's man, we need these picks. We need those day three, those day three picks, and they hit on them. Keith, I gotta, I do gotta stick with running back though. And this was a guy that we both loved coming out of college, right? Jameer Gibbs, man. We've talked about him a lot, you know what I'm saying? But to come off a game against the Denver Broncos this past weekend, 11 carries. 100 rushing yards, nine yards per, a rushing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown added two receptions for a touchdown. And, you know, if you remember early in the season, it was a lot of, man, the, the Lions don't know what they're doing with Jameer Gibbs. Why do they keep running David Montgomery? And I, and I just sat back and I chilled. I listened to all the, the people were, wor- were worried. I wasn't really worried. I said, man, there's no way in the world. They, ben Johnson, who's one of the best offensive coordinators in the game, they're gonna spend. They're gonna spend a twelve, a twelfth pick in the draft, a top fifteen pick, on the running back that they're not gonna use at all this season. Absolutely not. They they had a plan. They wanted to go ahead. Hey, listen, when you got a guy that's on a cheap contract in terms of a veteran, that's gonna be your kind of bell cow early as you allow your offense to knock the rust off and get the 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 the, the wheels and, and the nuts and bolts of the of the machine, get them well oiled so that that train can run flow can flow uh, freely. Yeah, you you allow that to happen, man. But what we've seen, the big playability from Jameer Gibbs, the explosiveness, it do, he, he doesn't have to touch the ball 30 times to make things happen, Keith. He's not a three yards in a cloud of dust running back. He's a man, if we don't cut off access points, he is going to hurt us. It, it's a one, it could be a like just like the college basketball rule. It's a one and done situation with Jameer Gibbs. Because if you don't, if you don't close him in, it could be one carry for 80. He has no, and, that type and, of speed. And when you watch the film, DP, you see that so many times that it's like this guy is one shoestring tackle away from breaking probably about five 50-yard runs, right? It's it's one defender breaking him down by his shoestrings. It's like, you know what? That would have been another one. That would have been another one. That would have been another one, man. And, and and still, when you think about him being a rookie, DP, that's the fun part, right? Because they always talk about that, that, that your first year to your second year is your biggest jump as a player, right? So you think about, okay, it, will he be able to get a little bit more contact balance, right? Or, or will he be able to understand the creases, right, on the NFL level just a little bit more? And But I just I think about the times, DP, when we talk about, like you said, reflecting back on the draft and him not getting utilized, but then also the, the criticism of drafting this player, right? And, and I'm going to go with the other one, right? Sam Laporta, three touchdowns yes. in the very same game, and it's like – I, I just – and we talked about it on this podcast again and again. Like we say, man, just draft the good players, 
like if you if you need that position and it's a premium player sitting at that at that position, draft them, right? Don't worry about, oh well, the NFL doesn't perceive this, right? Like stop with the groupthink mentality and the groupthink approach. Just simply say, hey, I've evaluated this player. This player is special, right? Because this is what we've consistently seen around the NFL. No matter, like teams are constructed differently throughout the NFL, right? The way that the I'm, I'm trying to think the way that the Kansas City Chiefs have won in the past, right? Are not the way that the 49ers won in the past, right? And the 49ers have their premium positions are, you know, a, a wide receiver that's a running back, right? Or nothing, then a running back that's a running back, right? And then a tight end that's a tight end, right? Like that, that's what their premium positions are. But that's not what the Kansas City Chiefs of old were, right? When they had Tyreek Hill and then they had, you know, they, they insert a couple running backs out of the backfield, but it was Patrick Mahomes led, right, to get them to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. So it's, it's, it's more than one ways to build a franchise. And build this program, but and, and I Keith, definitely wanted to give credit. Go ahead. No, I'm about to say winners, like you said, at some point you got we have to understand winners zig when everybody else zags, right? Like, yeah. like, like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady them didn't structure their offense the way everybody else structured their offense during the prime of those runs, man. They they they, they were very versatile. Okay, we can run it 50 times, we also can throw it 60, and my quarterback okay. knows what to do with the ball. So I like that, Keith. I wanted to highlight you because you brought up Sam Laporta, who I think is going to hit a thousand yards on this season. He's going to be the the fourth. I, he, I think he's next up. Like, it so. seems like after Travis Kelsey, he's next up. It's like that that guy right, that tight end. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. But I, Keith, I got to go to the Green Bay Packers. I want to highlight their three rookies: Dontavian yep. Wicks, Tucker Craft, and Jaden Reed. Man, Dontavian Wicks. Um, this past weekend <clears throat> against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six receptions off of seven targets, 97 yards, mm-hmm. receiving over 16 yards per. Tucker Craft, four, <clears throat> excuse me, four receptions, 57 yards, 14 yards per, and a touchdown. Then Jaden Reed, six receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Man, just young, just young players, man. Young players that they got, you know, Tucker Craft was tight end two. Luke Musgrave was their first, their first tight end drafted. Mm-hmm. They didn't get Jaden Reed until what third round. They got Dontavian Wicks like fourth, fifth round. Like now they got they, they got Dontavian Wicks. I think in the seventh, I believe it was. I, like, I believe it, it, was it was day. I think it was day three. So it's yeah, like to, it was, to yeah. go on that type of run. You know what I mean? Two tight ends. What two, three wide receivers? Like to do what they've done to add that to Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. I got to give that 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 GM. That that brass love and, and these young players are playing well and, and it's just it's it's I mean crazy enough trust the tape and you trust the senior bowl because Dontavian Wicks was out there cooking Jaden Reed was showing out what he was able to do you know what I mean Luke Musgrave showed that he was six six two fifty and, and, and had a four had four five four six speed right Christian Watson the year before did his thing I think Romeo Dubs was out there as well so one thing that we know about the Green Bay Packers Keith they love the senior bowl for pass catchers. Oh, yeah. Hey, they love the senior bowl for pass catchers, and this team is also built for the future when you look at what they've drafted, right? Now, I think just to kind of blitz up like a, a need, right? They took the skill position group and said, we need to upgrade it. Now, we know they wasn't going to spend a first-round pick, right? right? But they spent their second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, right? They went all in after that DP on, um, you know, I guess – addressing that positioning and i think it's going to pay big dividends and i think it's going to pay big dividends in this way dp when you look at the future of the, the green bay packers right from a draft perspective could it be the 2026 draft if jordan love if, if the jordan love situation doesn't pan out and they say you know what we have the capital to go get a quarterback and we have Jaden reed dontavian wicks luke musgrave uh tucker craft right christian watson romeo dubs not as like man that's one of the best 
you know, like skill groups that there is out there. And then now we just have to add a quarterback. So they put themselves in a good situation to transition or to stabilize one way or the other. But DP, it's time to make that, that appearance, baby. Throw, get the hat, get the whistle, man. Coach DP is making an appearance. Coach K is making an appearance, man. We're about to hop into the locker room and pass out the game balls. But the best performances from this past NFL Sunday. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many qualified and top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. Guys, LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn is not just another job board, okay? LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows and understands that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources they need to hire. All right. So thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive quick and easy. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Coach DP's game ball of week 15. Man, there's a lot. There's a couple guys I kind of flip-flopped to who I was going to give it to, Coach K. But I got to go to Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield, 22 of 28. 381 yards passing, about 14 yards per attempt, four passing touchdowns, man, and and just a quarterback rating, uh, a passer rating um, of 158.3, which is basically perfect. You know what I mean? Like, he just played high-level football. We talked about him a couple weeks ago. Like, man, what do you do with him if you're Tampa Bay? Do you resign him? Do you draft a guy? You know what I mean? Because at the time, it looked like they were going to have a top 15 pick. Well, they've won back-to-back weeks, and they're kind of almost ushered themselves and almost solidified themselves as the king of the NFC South to 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 win that division and make a, and host a playoff game in January. And if that happens, Baker Mayfield at least gets another year on the leash for them in 2024, and they can still draft somebody day two to sit behind them. But I want to give my game ball to Baker Mayfield, man. He's playing good football. He's having a, a resurgent career after what happened last year with Matt Rule and then that just kind of toxic environment for the Carolina Panthers. I got to give love to Baker Mayfield. I like that. I like that, DP. And we'll see how that thing continues to go as this is the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. And all the Tampa Bay Bucks going to put themselves in position to draft a quarterback early on, or they're going to wait, right, and then try to draft a quarterback later with um, Baker Mayfield giving them potentially another year. We'll see how that thing plays out because the NFC South is so bad, DP, at the Bucks. The Saints, the Falcons, they all in play, right, to, to right. try to win NFC South this year. Um, but, DP, man, I'm, I'm going to jump in the locker room. I'm going to hand my game ball off to James Cook, running back for the oh, Buffalo yeah. Bills, man, 20, what, 25 carries for 179 yards. Yes, that is an average of 7.2 yards, man, a rushing touchdown. But then also this, this, he did it in a pass game, right, two receiving, um, two catches, I'm sorry, for 42 yards and another touchdown. And, listen, the Buffalo Bills blew the Dallas Cowboys out, right? They – Dallas went up there, and they beat them. They beat them bad, right? They blew them out. But this was the crazy part, DP. Josh Allen, I think, had less than 100 yards passing, right? So that's why I want to give the game so. ball to um, to James Cook because it was running with the mentality, right? It was it was it was what 
we've always, or I know I, I'll, I'll take ownership of this, what I've been critical of the Buffalo Bills about, and that's establishing a run game identity, right? Playing outside football, you being an outside team and being able to run the football when we get into late December, when we get into early January, right? And having a physical temperament, a violent temperament and a violent style of play, man. And I think that they were able to just kind of showcase that against one of probably, I wouldn't even say one of, probably the hottest team in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys after they're coming off a big win against Philadelphia. So, man, I think it was just a really good showing for the Buffalo Bills. And what you want is, hey, we make this play, we get into the playoffs, we can go anywhere and we can beat people. And they say defense and a run game travels. Well, guess what? We played pretty solid defense yesterday. Well, a couple of days ago, and then we played pretty, we had a pretty good run game behind James Cook. So I want to get my game ball to James Cook. I love that, Keith. And crazy enough, he's not, we talk about side lead, same thing with Kyrie Williams. He's listed at what, 5'11, 190 pounds. And he was running behind his pads. He was mm-hmm. running with physicality, with power, moving the pile. He was running with leg drive. But his run tempo and patience, like just, I remember, you know, our, our colleague over at uh, Locked On Bills, I remember being in the car with Joe uh, last year heading to the SEC championship weekend. He said, he was like, man, DP, tell me, you know, what, what, what's your thoughts on James Cook? I said, listen, they never fed him the rock at Georgia. So he doesn't have a ton of reps running the football. So like his, as quick as his body moves, I said, his processing is a little bit behind because he hasn't had the reps. Once he gets the reps and once the game slows down and he starts moving at the speed of his actual frame and his body and skill set, you're going to see performances like we saw this past weekend, Keith. And right now, Keith, he's second in the league in rushing yards with 968 behind Christian McCaffrey. They got to get his touchdowns up. He only got two rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen, let this man get his touchdowns when y'all get inside the five. Stop stealing that, stealing that man touchdowns, man. But now, I, I like that, Keith, because at the end of the day, this is what they need. This is what we've criticized them on, them being more of a kind of the, the Rams, right? The greatest show on turf. It's like, but you're not playing in the dome. You're 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 playing in Buffalo. Like you need to be able to embrace yep. and not allow what the Cincinnati Bengals did to you in the playoffs this past season, the last playoffs. You need to be able to do that to somebody else. And I think that they're 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 heading in that direction now, leaning on the run game. And they just told Superman for finally for once, they say Superman. Nah, that's cool. Don't go in the phone booth. Don't change out of your out of your uh, suit. Just be Clark Kent, okay, Josh Allen. Just be Clark Kent. You're good. We don't need you to throw for 400 a day. We don't even need you to throw 400 because we're gonna do the rest. We got playmakers that can make the plays. James Cook, man, listen. I, I don't know how this season's going to end for for the Buffalo Bills. Hopefully, they make it into the playoffs. But I I, I want to see more of James Cook toting the rock. Yeah, they have to, man. And like we said, it's just a balance with the Buffalo Bills, man. It was really good showing. You know what I'm saying? Just and, and like you said, I think that's the biggest point is those games. And we talked about it with the Bills before. Those games where Josh Allen doesn't have to have it all. And even if you, he tries to have it all and you're like, you know what? You don't have to do it, right? Let's just hand this football off. Today is just not your day. And that's perfectly fine. Nobody bats a thousand percent out there in NFL games, right? Sometimes the defense just has you. Sometimes you're just not on your A game. So, man, that was a really good showing. But, DP, you know it's always a really good showing? Uh, always a really good showing is the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, man, with your two guys, the dynamic duo, man, taking everything, taking care of everything NFL draft-wise, man. I want to say shout-out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in each and every single day, man. If you haven't commented already, go ahead and comment. If you haven't liked, go ahead and like. And if you're not subscribed, 
subscribe, subscribe to the channel. It is draft season, man. There are teams getting eliminated from playoffs, right? So this is where you want to come to figure out how does my team make the playoffs next year, right? And if your team makes the playoffs and they get bounced early, this is where you want to be. So stay tapped in with the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast each and every day, 24-7, 365. I am Keith Sanchez. You can find me on X at the Talent Code, man. That is my co-host right there. That is DP, Damian Parson. You can find him on X at DP underscore NFL, man. And like we always like to say, man, y'all talk to us because we like to talk back. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and everyday shout out for being our everydayers. Guys, the later on this week, tomorrow and the, ne- the next day after we are scouting the senior bowl we're gonna have three we're gonna have six for over the two next two days six more prospects from the senior bowl roster that we've went to the tape and we're gonna tell you what they can do what they can offer your nfl team but what they can earn and, and, and bring to themselves in terms of value down in mobile next month the senior bowl is almost here so we're back to scouting the senior bowl but guys as always come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the locked on podcast network your team every day